What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I'm Mo. This is highlight episode for the clip show bonus episodes. On uh, this one, uh, talk about Snappy's foot, politics, bitches, uh, George Soros, dick pics, music, drugs, pig, smoking, bunch of other shit. Also at the end, joined by Snappy for a little conversation. So y'all check that one out. And thanks for checking us out. podcast with mo what up we are joined by wyatt what up and uh real quick i gotta get to something because normally snappy is my first co-host every episode that's why i like to do it for whatever reason because our polar oppositeness but snappy could not make it this week because he almost lost his toe so as everyone, if you've listened to the podcast, knows he's had this foot surgery. His toes are all fucked. Well, they're less fucked now because they straightened them out. But he had more issues. Apparently, he was kicking a wall in the middle of the night violently to where it like fucked up his toe, and then it got seriously infected. And now he has like crazy staph infection to where they thought he was gonna lose. They're gonna have to like amputate his toe earlier this week. Damn. Um, he has kept it for now. He's gonna be out of out of work or whatever for eight more weeks um, um also random shit but in case people like podcasts i don't know if you ever heard of freakonomics radio oh it's great um it is amazing i episode 356 i listened to this week and immediately like 10 minutes in was like i have to write down and recommend on the podcast it's about the duopoly of america so i can like a monopolies where one company owns everything the duopoly is like coke and pepsi they get into that whole shit right it's like coke and pepsi isn't shit compared to republicans and democrats (laughs) hold of a duopoly in american politics sure and it just gets into how they they fucking rig the system against anyone else. How it's like you think they're against each other, but they're actually all fucking yeah. colluding together against everybody. Like, yeah, I buy it's that. just good, man. Uh, so if anyone has an hour to kill this week, Freakonomics Radio episode 356. So people look forward to is I'm going to figure out who the fuck George Soros is <laughs> because apparently he is every Republican's nightmare. Yeah, he's a Republican boogeyman, man. And he's affecting this election we're about to have and all kinds of shit. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, it might make me a bad Democrat, but I do think that Soros you know, has too much of an influence on elections. I think anyone with money right. has too much of an influence on elections. I think that. The idea that corporations are people and therefore can contribute like any amount of money to a political campaign is absurd because we end up with this, you know, just plutocracy of instead of a democracy, you know, plutocracy being like the you know rule of the richest people. Right. You know, and the idea that these politicians take money from all these different donors and then don't do anything for that money is absurd. These corporations don't exist to like, you know, be nice to politicians. They want a return on their investment. Right. And that's so, what they like, get. He was a nice guy at my fundraiser or at yeah. his fundraiser. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just really going to help him out. Yeah. Now, if you went to a European country or someplace in South America, it would make sense if like, oh, they're all pretty much whatever because they're the ones that stayed there forever. Right. America was where everyone went to like figure it out so anyway I, I, I agree that would be way cooler if it ever got like that um but 
I would even say it's going to change once it's cool for like white guys and minority females to get together. Because right now, and this is probably super racist, but I'm going to say it anyway. If you made a chart of the most attractive gender for race, I think like black guy and white girl are like the top of the list. Like every minority guy has that a dream of like, you know, Scarface where he like comes over and he's like, I'm going to get a white girl, like a blonde American girl. Like that's just the thing. So I do think they're held in high esteem. And then I think, I think that's why a lot of white guys are racist. Cause they're like, I want to be liked and I want to have <laughs> girls. I just do think that's part of it. And I, for whatever reason, it's not as commonly acceptable today. If you saw like an African-American woman and an Asian man, you just don't see that often. And then right. even if that guy went up and asked her out, what's the chances she would take him seriously? Like, yeah, I'm not saying any of this is right or wrong. It's just it is what it is, I feel like. So I think once all that's like, it's still cool right now for like any race of God to date a white girl. Like, right. But it's not always necessarily the same for the other way, like a white sure. guy with whatever. I mean, sure. but I guess it is with like a white guy and Asian girls for whatever reason. That's a thing that fucking you see a lot more yeah. in the world. So eventually you got to just cross those barriers, I feel like. And then when it's truly the great American melting pot of the orgies of races. Yeah. What up? And we are joined by Snappy. I'm back, bitches. No, you're not bitches. You're cool. Thanks for listening. Hey, you know what I'm tired of? I'm tired of people not being allowed to say bitches. Let's throw that on the list of words we can't say anymore. I enjoy it. And I call people bitches almost every day. Right. And almost every day, my wife's like, those women are not bitches. I'm like, I don't mean it like that. No, it's a totally different use. Like... It's almost like I'm just calling them idiots, but in a fun way. I mean, when I get mad, I say fuck. Right. You know, I mean, it's just. Yeah, I don't know. It's a great adjective, and we're not using it. You know, they're not. They're not here. All right, so fuck them. That's <laughs> where. I, last week, I mentioned I was going to look into George Soros, and I totally didn't. So someday, someday I'm going to figure out who George Soros before. is. He owns like 85% of the world. I find that hard to believe. Look it up. I would assume since Jeff Bezos is the richest man, he would own. He's not such a Soros more... man. I'm telling you. I also saw a new trend that's happening of penis fillers, where men are going in. It's basically like butt fillers or boob boob implants for guys can get penis fillers to make their non erect penis larger. I personally it sound like it would take more work to get. Right, we have to go every 18 months because they last 18 months, the fillers, and they like dissolve or some shit. Um, and it's basically so guys look better when they're soft or bigger. And I'm like, I to me, I don't understand how often do you use your soft penis? It's not something that gets used often. <laughs> they're the ones that send the dick pics. I guess so. It's all for dick pics. But I'm I like, mean, I seen a, uh, a comment the other day, and she's like, just because my status is single doesn't mean that it's an offer to get dip, dick pics. Right. Uh, one of my favorite reddit sub threads is i think it's like cringe pms and it's just all and mostly women a few guys but almost all women and it's just a proof of how ridiculous guys are they're just like they're on tinder they're on some you know messaging app and where guys are just like hey and they'll be like hey what's up and it's like you want to see something cool and she'll be like sure and it's a dick pic and it's like not cool and they're like come on just suck it and it's like guys just immediately go there and i guess i've never been like quite that crazy or whatever. They're trying to be up front and they're getting looked down upon. Right. I guess so. And 
the Tinder world's different. Like Tinder came out after I started dating my, my wife or whatever. So I've never had like a Tinder profile. Yeah. And there is something that seems cool in like a mind. I go back to college and it was like, oh, they swapped on me. So they think I'm okay enough that you would kind of be like, well, then they want to see my dick because this is a whole app about having sex. Right. And we swapped on each. So, of course, that's what they would want to see. So I even get that mentality. So for these women to act like they didn't want it, I'm like, well, maybe you didn't, but you did swap for that dude. So there's something about that. Um, I have no idea how it works. I didn't even know about the swapping thing. Yeah, I know someone will crack me out there. I'm sure that listens. I want to say swapping left is bad swapping right is good or maybe it's the other way I, it's referenced in a lot of songs so i know i need to know this for pop culture references but i'm not i'm not absolutely positive but it's basically rating people you know like oh yeah i'd fuck them oh i wouldn't fuck them or okay. whatever the you're weeding it out and then the group's getting tighter and, right and okay. then so like if you're like oh i'd fuck them and they said oh they'd fuck you then it'll like link y'all up in a messenger system like uh, hey y'all both want to fuck each other talk and then that's where guys are like, hey, look at my dick. And then the girls are like, ooh, creepy. And I'm like, well, it you is both swapped to fuck. You swapped to fuck. I don't understand. So any news happening besides your crazy foot shit? Did I get anything wrong last week? No, nah, it was all pretty accurate, man. But other than the, fuck that, the fact that it sucks so fucking bad. Oh, it's yeah. like... I was two days away from going back in a normal civilization, getting this pen out, and then... Yeah, you were real excited, actually, to go back to work. Apparently, I had this fucking vivid dream, and I fucking kicked the wall, and it bent the pen. I guess when the pen bent, and then some infection got on it and slid down the pen, I almost lost my toe. Yeah. And I kind of stayed in a fucking hospital Have you posted for- that picture yet? I have not. You should post it on Twitter, and I'll retweet it <laughs> so people can see it. It's, I said it to you because I figured you'd put it under the podcast. <laughs> and, and I and I can. I just know if you want to upload or not. Um, I don't really I, care. The picture is so bad that I use it to scare Koopy or freak her out because it looks like it's not real. Oh man, I was, it goes so deep, like to your bone. It goes to my bone. Oh, it's so crazy. So everyone should check out this picture. Because I, I sent this pic out to a couple of my friends, and I got some I hate yous and <laughs> shit like that. I didn't even think I got a comment from you. I think it was just... And then I, I, I said something. I was like, my wife's got pics. If y'all want them, you know, I can send them. And then one of my buddies like, put it on our football message board. And I put it on there, and the motherfucker's room got silent for like an hour and a half. And someone's like, I'm going to type some stuff so this goes further up the thread. And they're like, why the fuck would you? I'm like, you know, every one of you showed that picture off. And everyone's like, yeah, I showed my wife and kids. And... I mean, it was so gross, and it was all acting like it was pretty gross. So now I'm back on crutches. The picture for the podcast is not like an actual picture of me, but I drew it. And I don't know if I've mentioned that on the podcast before. But I don't like, remember that. So that's cool. The if you remember the original logo to Mind and Powwow's podcast of the egg heads, mm-hmm. I just took the me off that egg head and I took a blood, a bl- smudge tool, blur tool, one of those two. And I just started dragging out the egg until it got to roughly the shape of my head. And then um, I had hair on that egg as well. So I just started dragging that. And I just done that until it got to where it looked kind of like me. And then the eyes, I did take off a real picture and traced them. But it's all a drawing, and my mom thought it was a real picture of me. I was like, no, my eyes are too big. My eyes aren't that big on my head. 
Mm. And then she looked at it and she was like, oh, I guess you're right. And I was like, yep. So that's cool. It's a little podcast trivia for everybody. All day yesterday, I done what I call sound harvesting. I don't know if that's a real term or not, but I'm trying to make, you know, beats and shit. Right. And I've been just going through old Stargate episodes and other random online things where I'm like, oh, that's a cool noise. That's a cool noise. And I'm in like trying to pull it out because you need all that shit to make unique beats. Because if you just use the stock sounds, it's just very, you know, sounds like everything else or whatever. So it's a lot of work. A lot of work to do it, um, but I feel like my beats I've made in particular these last two weeks have been fucking really good. So someday I'm going to make some money on selling some beats, I think. But I also want to just rap to every one of them and not sell any of them. So that's the struggle at the moment. The struggle is real. It is very real. Something else I've realized this week I know it used to happen a long time ago, and apparently European countries and other places of the world do this as well, and America doesn't. Why don't cashiers have seats in America? Like, you go to a store, why are they always just standing there? Like, why don't they just have a seat? It's called productivity. Somewhere along the line, someone come up and said you're more productive when you stand up at your workstation. Is that that proven? I don't know. Because I just don't, I don't know. Like, friends, I go and get a drink. And whatever I go, I, I don't think it matters. That woman is standing or sitting to be on, or if at Walmart, if I was, I don't go through them. Well, you notice at Aldi's they have little chairs. Do they I haven't been to Aldi's before? Yeah. Um, and I remember as a kid, well, I was real little, and you could still smoke in grocery stores, right? Like the cashier, would, like be smoking a cigarette, sitting in a chair, right? Scanning your groceries, and like there was nothing weird about that. But now, like, yeah, if you, you don't go anywhere where they're sitting. Life. I did get a couple of comments from people that say they listen to my our podcast. Oh yeah, saying that uh, once we tar- start politics, in, they turn it off. Uh, well, we'll try to. So I just you know throw that out there. Yeah, I mean we could not talk about it, but if it's just sometimes like, there's just so much to talk about. Right, like I feel like this was a good amount this week. I just it drives me nuts that not everyone can't see that Trump's an idiot. Like even if you voted for him or you like him, I'm just like, but you have to admit he's an idiot. Like we all admitted George Bush was an idiot. Right. And like, I don't know, like you can admit like, oh, Bill Clinton was a horned dog. Remember, that was a thing. Right? Like we all make jokes and we just go along with it. And so like, and I think that's why I get so offended about Obama's. Nothing's about like, oh, he's too polite or because there's certain things you can make. He's like a nerd. He's it like was a all nerdy Bush fucking memes guy. fighting the rain this week. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude, the Bush fighting the rain was my favorite shit. Um, but like Obama, she was always like, he's Muslim. I'm like, well, that's not really a ha-ha characteristic. And I, we don't even know if it's true. That's more of a stab. I've done it, but that's right. more of a stab in another direction. Right. And I'm like, we should just make fun of like, oh, he had big ears. Oh, he. He did have big like, ears. But no, it had to be like the fucking most racist comments about him. And you're like, what? What What happened? To just Can we just make fun of presidents? Because they're all dumb. Anyway. Um, I used to love NCAA because you can make your own college. That was I my believe shit. it probably was. And I I made like me and Marshall, I've told you before, we made the Alaska State Tech Rockets. State Tech. And we fucking, well, I mean, we went like 20 seasons deep in like a month. Like he came over to my house every day. I just didn't go to class. So I was depressed at the time. We made this big gravity bong. We just enjoyed our time. And we knew every player's name on our 53-man roster every season. We like make up a backstory for them and share that with each. And even now when I see him, I'm like, remember uh, last State Tech Rockets? And he'll be like, fucking Rodriguez, a wide receiver. It's like, wow. It all comes back. So 
I enjoy. I love the fucking NCAA. Like if that ever came back, I'd buy a football game again. That sucks because one year I would buy Madden, the next year I'd buy NCAA because right. I don't like buying back to back. Right. But now they don't have NCAA. <sighs> So there was a former Warica school board member who was also a man who uh, owned this funeral home, and he was caught selling all these drugs and got arrested. That's all I really knew before. Um, but now what I have learned was that he was arrested on June 7th after an undercover cop uh, made arrangements with him to purchase four ounces of cocaine for $3,200, which I say a hell of a deal. It was. Hell of a deal for four ounces. Yes. Like... How is this guy making money? Anyway, four ounces is lots of grams of cocaine. Anyway, so he was arrested for doing that, of course, right? Selling drugs. So if you know someone sold four ounces to cops, you would assume they would get like a lot of jail time. Especially yeah. if it was like Coke, I would think. Right. Um, I know people who have gotten arrested for an ounce of weed that have gotten more jail time than what I'm about to read this dude as, which is crazy to me six months in prison and three years of probation was his sentencing for selling four ounces of cocaine he ratted somebody out to play, right 100 i mean that's what i thought there's no way i've lived on the street and i know the street rolls long enough <laughs> you know I, I know what that is and so of course this is like a huge story in my hometown i see people on facebook right talking about it and then other people of course going straight to who he rat out and then i'm i'm guessing there's lots of very scared individuals i'm telling you if my hookup was selling it that cheap his name would have never got to the police like, why would you turn that dude in that's fucking money well if, if you're you- into that thing um this is super random read this week and i never knew this that walt disney you know the man who uh started disney his last words on his deathbed in 1966 was kurt russell and he wrote his name down on a piece of paper and at the time kurt russell was a 10 year old actor who had a contract with disney and no one knows including kurt russell why walt disney wrote down his name i think that's strange but he ended up becoming he called it yeah, he was just like, I knew this kid was going to be a star. Let me write his name down before I die. I knew he was going to be the star of Tombstone. Which really, I thought Doc Holliday was. But To be real honest, I haven't watched Tombstone in so long. I mean, uh, I, I did as a kid because it would just be on, but I haven't watched. It's not your thing. I time. get it. Maybe with Red Dead, you know, I'd get back to it. I'm in the mood. Okay. I know you don't go to the doctor's office or something, but, you know, you go out in public. I do. You ever just hear these people over talking their whole life stories on their fucking phone? Yeah. In public? His name's Pow Wow. He used to be on this podcast I mean, this, back in the day. This poor fucking guy, Brian, her kid, and this Ronnie kid, man, they just done so many drugs and she just had enough. She can't support him no more. He didn't show up to take her man to the hospital and he, he's on this drug. She just knows it. And about six of us are all looking around and we're like, are y'all getting this? Right. And we're like, Jerry, Jerry, <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, who does this yeah. in public? There, There's a lot of people like that. She, she had like four different conversations about the same shit with different people just calling and gossiping. It reminded me of Warica so much. Oh, yeah. That does remind me of Warica for sure. Honestly, yeah. I'm the type, I don't, I just don't talk about a certain decibel out in public. Like, I just don't. But my wife pissing me all the time. We're in Walmart. She's like, I can't hear you. And I'm like, well, you got to get closer because I'm not talking above this level. Because I'm not a crazy person that fucking screams at Walmart. Well, you know me, I'm kind of a loud guy, but I still don't 
air out my conversations in public. Right. I think you're loud, but yeah, I don't think I think you would maybe know where to draw a line I, of what to bring. I up. get told all the time by my oldest daughter, "Quit yelling at me." I'm not yelling. I'm animated. <laughs> I was gonna. I was, I was talking to my doctor, and he goes, "Man, you're looking kind of down today." He goes, "Your foot looks good." I was just like, well, it's like I'm not getting my hopes up anymore. It looked damn good last time, and it's all fucked up now. Right. It's not really fucked up. It's just got a little curve. I guess it looks like actual foot now. But, yeah. I mean, I still got the stitches in, and I'm like, dude, I said, you don't like just, uh, prescribing opioids. He's like, no, I don't. And I was like, well, just make me your first medical marijuana patient. Yeah, go He's for like, it. Are you, he goes, why in the world did you kick the wall? I said, I was out of weed, and he just looked at me. <laughs> and I was like, well, I get vivid dreams when I don't smoke. And he's like, well, that's understandable. And we got to talking. I was like, dude, I mentioned you on the podcast all the time. He's like, bullshit. No, you don't. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, Dr. Green, you want a straight foot? OKC Orthopedics. There you yeah, go. Yeah, his name's Dr. Green, but he won't prescribe me. I, I was like, yeah, you got Dr. Green. I said, I'm going to smoke one for you. I said, hell, you can call it Dr. Green. Get your medical here. So I'll, I'll just I'll try to run this real quick. Oh, yeah. I was born in in Nevada in Reno, and, and then I lived in Kansas City for a long time. Home of pigs. So those are those are cities, you know. And so I didn't like grow up on the farm, but I've lived out here and I've experienced, you know, you just end up doing some country shit. Right. So, it's a country ass place. So my wife wants a pig, you know, and I caved. I was like, all right, you know, you can get you a cute little pig or whatever. She brings it home and she loses it. And I'm, so on lunch, on my lunch break from work, I'm trying to chase this pig, and it's the damnedest thing. I've ever tried to do like there was no way I mean this pig was like eight weeks old right and <laughs> I mean I'm pretty athletic or whatever I can run around a little bit and but I'm not eight inches tall you know right <laughs> so it was burning me and then at some point I, even if I was running as fast as the pig I had to slow a step down so that I could bend down and try to grab the pig and right. I'm never owning a pig they squeal so loud so i would grab it and it would actually kind of scare me and i would not not like grab it right. hard she's like oh i don't want to hurt it right <laughs> so this thing blows up i'm trying to tell my neighbors you know that this pig's out or whatever and so this thing blows up on ada online the facebook page and everybody's out there trying to catch this pig all my neighbors and somebody's calling the freaking city of ada so they're out there trying to catch it too and i'm trying to tell people like i'm working on it i had to get a net like all this other right. crap the one flaw that i did make in catching this pig is that i would sit and wait like before work on my lunch break after work i'm in a field waiting on a pig it's the weirdest thing in my life right <laughs> so i'm sitting there waiting and whenever i would surprise the pig i would try to give it like my all to catch it on the first try Eventually, what we ended up doing is bringing it into a field. If you ever have to catch a pig out there, bringing it into a field and letting the, you know, running it back and forth for 45 minutes, letting it get tired, right. and then taking your best shot at it. So I finally caught Makes the pig sense. with the net. We got it home. It's actually a really good pet. They potty train real easy, and she's super cute, and the kids love her. And she, we, I got pit bulls that are like fucking 80 pounds, and they all just like hang out and play. So I do recommend them as a pet. You can't have them in city limits, and I can see why. Because if they get out, they're a fucking nuisance, and they right. tear shit up. So, and where we live at, it's like I always feel like weird because we're like the poorest people that live there. Right. <laughs> and so we have animals, and we don't have like the best fencing, and they get out, and we have kids that let them out, and it's always feeling nuisance. 
So it pissed me off a lot that this pig was out, but we finally got it. Finally got it to the house, and now Those you poor guys- people let their pig out again. <laughs> yeah. So you guys are, are blessed with the the pig story. It was it was pretty funny because well, yeah. the neighbors were out there running around trying to catch it, and I'm like, Are you serious? You're not gonna catch that pig, you know? Like, just let me know if you see it. Don't chase it, and I'll come out there and try to get it. I swear, I'm your best chance. Trust me. And I know that you said that you think about having a cigarette. Now, I don't know what's different between you and me because some people have been critical of me because when I'm around people that smoke, I will smoke. Or if I've been drinking a lot, I will smoke. Or like we went out of town and we're staying with somebody that smoked and I smoked for like five, three or four days straight. Right. But to me, I don't give a fuck about that because I've quit. I mean, three or four in six months opposed to 20 a day. Right. Like I don't really give a fuck about I quit smoking, basically, in my opinion, is what I'm saying. So I didn't know if you're critical on yourself about just smoking one or, or anything like that. Well, I've had no cigarettes since August 17th at all. Um, I have been at bars and places where people have cigarettes. I've been offered one once, um, and it was a Marlboro lot, and I didn't want it. Um, if anyone ever offered me a Marlboro Smooth, which is what I smoked, I would probably have one. I told my wife that as well, that, you know, because just having one is just one. Good thing a whole lot of people don't smoke those. Right. And, um, <laughs> I think there's a few things. I think I, I have a very self-deprecating nature. I think that's something that if you listen to this podcast, you should understand. But some people don't get it when they, even when they know me. And there's something about that and my self-doubt I have on everything that I'm going to even self-doubt my ability to quit smoking cigarettes. So I'm going to play into that a little bit. But I also do like right now, like this week, I got in my car at work and I reached to my passenger seat to grab a cigarette. And I was like, God damn, I don't even fucking smoke. I haven't smoked in months. Yeah. But it just, it, I think about it quite often. Um, but my wife went back down to see her family today because she just missed them so much. And that's the difference between her and me. Because I just, I do not have those moments of like, talk about my family specifically, where I'm like, oh, I just really need to see my family. Go say hi. We have dinner talk for just a tiny bit and i'm headed back to the house right that's uh, i mean that's how i saw it so i saw it uh i don't see uh, yeah i mean i know i'm just a homebody you know introverted type of person but even outside of that i feel like a whole like well it's thanksgiving we should be at our own house tonight or like on christmas day like i think this year uh i'm gonna have to go to one of her family's thing on christmas day and my thoughts like, but we're a family, so we should just be at our house. Like, and to her, that's a crazy idea. But she don't think you've hit that uh, age mark yet. I guess not. Or maybe I guess if we had kids, it would. I could use that excuse. But I'm like, why does that have to matter? I just want to be at my own house on goddamn Christmas. So maybe that makes me a ball humbug sort of person. But that's just my you thoughts. You want to spend your moment. holiday on a road? Right. No one does. That's what I was. That's what I think. I mean, everybody started working around schedules now, but back when I was a kid, that shit didn't happen. Right. Well, we have a really big family, and I have like a big family on both sides in a way. Like, I'm not blood related to like hardly anyone I'm related to, if that makes sense. Um, and like for you, you know, the Mosiers, there's you know, our dads was there are eight siblings in that family. And they were spanned 30 years between the eight of them. So who knows how many kids and grandkids each one of them had. No and shit. then they would all get together. And it was so many people 
that really was cool. I could say like hi to like the three people I wanted to talk to, and I'd sit in my little spot and eat fucking good food because they can cook. I mean, they can cook, so it would be great. And then my mom's family was similar. She's one of seven, including all of her step siblings, and so it'd be like all these fucking people, and some of them liked me, some of them didn't, and I would eat food and be like, all right, I'm going home. It's like I don't know. I always and I always lived in Warica where we always held these events, and no one else did. So I just yeah. got to go home. And so yeah. it all worked out really I had well to make for me. Terrible drive <laughs> growing up. I did ride with you one time back uh, when I was in college to Warica. Yeah, you showed me this way around the lake. I probably won't remember it, but oh yeah, the Comanche Lake Road. Yeah. I go that way every time. <laughs> all right, one thing I want to get to because we're real in the Red Dead Redemption, so I just want to get to it now before I forget about it. Um, I have settled, and I told you this earlier, I think I would give it like an 8 out of 10. It has gotten where it's kind of like some of the annoying parts of it are just still annoying, like some of the buttons and shit. Yeah, it's, it's just all bunched on top of each other. Right, but it's still good, and they're still right. like, oh, it is good, but there are things where I'm like, oh, it could be better. Um, I don't know how many bounties I've got trying to run up and get on my horse and end up choking somebody out. Exactly. Stealing somebody else's horse. It's just, I don't understand how, like, triangles choke a bitch, and triangles also jump on your horse, but yet bitches and are by your horse all the time. I turn so. towards my horse, and he turns around and chokes this bitch. Right. That's <laughs> how it always happens. is I was going to look up George Soros. And I did it this morning. I spent a good hour or so on YouTube. I looked up some, like, you know, BBC News videos, some conspiracy theory videos, some just lifestyles of the rich and famous sort of thing. Like, try to get a good collection of George Soros shit because I didn't want it to be too super biased, right? And I honestly went into it with, like, a thought of, like, I'm not going to believe anything that's said. I just need to know what his image is. So I can understand who this fucker is. I just don't know. I didn't know anything about him. Um, here are my notes I took down. He is Jewish, but only ethnically, like not religiously. Like they're not practicing Jews. I don't think he ever has been for his whole life. I don't know if that matters, but they made a point of that in one video. But also people call him a Nazi. So I think it's weird, but it's like he was a Nazi who was also Jewish. So that's just a weird thing when people are making, you know, going at him. And also, this isn't just Southern Americans. Like, I was under the impression it's just all these rednecks being all pissed about some Jewish guy. And I don't, but it's actually like people all over the world. Like, he's from Hungary, but now he's an American citizen. And even in Hungary, they think like he's doing all this behind the scenes shit. And there's all these countries that are like, it's all because George Soros. Now, Admittedly, sometimes he does do shit. Like he spent like a billion dollars in the elections of some little ass small country, but only because another billionaire spent over a billion dollars on another candidate and they're fighting over the rights to these iron mines. I'm not saying well, that's right to do, but at least he was like upfront about it. So I'm just saying a lot of things that set up was he was a pretty upfront guy. Man, how much that, how much money were them iron mines gonna produce? I know. I was watching all this I'm going to drop a billion dollars. That must be a hell of a return. I know. It it was crazy. But at least I, my thought was like, well, it seems like he doesn't do secretive shit. Like, that was just my thought. Like, all the theories you hear is like, secretly, George Soros is this. I'm like, from everything else I've seen, this guy's pretty much on front street of like, I'm willing to spend my money on things I believe in. And he is against communism and socialism. Because he's like, he fought communism in all these countries because they blame him for taking down their communism. 
and he made his money through capitalism. So I'm sure he is a capitalist. So I think a lot of times people do just attack him because he's an easy target to use and he is involved in politics. But I didn't see anything of like he runs the world. It's just he does put a lot of his money in the shit. The, what I'd heard, and I don't like to say there's no factual backing, but was like he owned like 80% of the world and businesses and shit. No. Of course, when you looked it up, you said it wasn't that. No, he's yeah. the 29th richest person in the world. Last year in Forbes, that's what it was at. Now, he has this like legendary thing where he broke the British banks where back in the day, the British banks were based on, they were trying to move off of silver, kind of way we moved off of gold to, uh, like, we're worth what our economy's worth, sort of bullshit that we do now. I, I think they know something similar, and he realized that they were there was a weakness to where if they fucked up, if he bought all this silver, he was going to make a bunch of money. So he just started stocking up, and then that day came, and then he quote-unquote broke the British banks because they had to come to him for all this silver in which he got this crazy return and made a bunch of money. I bet. In case um, any of you listeners are wondering why I let my 15-year-old listen to my podcast, is because I don't really have any secrets with the dude. That's good. I mean, my kids, it's like they know who I am. They know what I stand for. They know the bad habits I have. They know the shitty shit I've done in college. About that I, bank you robbed? No, I didn't uh. rob no banks. And I stole some <laughs> fire extinguishers one time. <laughs> You know, but uh, they know about that shitty shit. And I was like, oh, I was a dumbass. I right. like, Don't be like me. Be better than me. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, they know what's up and I teach them how to handle situations. And just because they hear a cuss word, they don't mean that that person believes in a devil or shit. That just means they like getting excited about their words. This episode, I was going to have a, a friend of mine from college be on. And I, that's who I mentioned last week of like. I have a new person coming on, right? Right. And he bitched out. So what happened was, and in case he hears this, probably not, but maybe, uh, he was all down for it. I will say out of everyone I knew in college, he's the only one who would argue like rap music with me. And then he loves video games. So I was like, oh, this will be perfect fit for the podcast. Um, but he told me on Sunday he was all down. He would text me Monday to let me know when we were going to do it. And then like on Tuesday or Wednesday, he texted me, I'm too nervous to do it. So. Okay. I ain't going to lie, when you first approached me, when you and Pow Wow was having this, hell, you pretty much finally stood in my kitchen and logged me in SoundCloud just so I would fucking listen. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I started liking it, and I started emailing all this bullshit, and I was having a fucking hell of a time. And I was nervous when we first started, you know, coming on, but I just like doing it, man. Right. Well, it's... I think a lot of people are surprised because it's just nothing. It's not shit when you come in this room. Like, it's just a computer and two microphones. Um, and I can just erase anything. You say that's crazy. Um, I mean, I'm not really upset about it. I know, like, Travis, I, I, I mean, I guess if you're a patron, you're allowed to, to do that. I, I can't really complain. Um, you're doing more for the podcast than anyone else. So that's a perfect segue to shout out you, Travis, and my mom. And my mom doesn't even listen. I just say fuck a lot, and real early on I try, and then she'll let a weed her out. Well, my mom asked me what we talked about on the podcast, and I'm like, Mom, you wouldn't like it. I Heathenistic atheists. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing, and I had this on my list of maybe I'll get to it, but I just said I cracked myself up. So I'm going to try to explain to everyone 
like a a weird trait about me that even like I explained this to my wife yesterday and she doesn't really believe it, but it's just uh, a proof that it's it's very rare. Is I'm not a um, flamboyant person. I think that's the right word. Like I'm not extra really about anything. Like I'm not a. You're like the guy in the crowd that stay in the background. Right, like you know that picture of the Nazis all doing the Nazi salute, and there's that one guy in the crowd that's like, nope. You're the guy standing there when everybody's freaking out that one dance. Right, exactly. So that's just how I am. And the other day I was making some beats, and um, (laughs) I just out of nowhere started doing, like I've never dabbed in my life, you know, you know, like that whole move. Right. Kids do the whole dab. And I'd done like like 18 in a row dabs to the beat in a really frantic way that because no one was here and it was just me. But it was like I did it because I was imagining if I saw myself doing it, how funny that would be. And then I fucking cracked up laughing for like 30 minutes and how funny I was. And then afterwards, I was like, maybe I'm a psychopath and that's just so egotistical. But I'm just like, fuck, I'm fucking funny. But I would never in a million years do that in front of anyone. So it's not like anyone... It's not for anyone else. I can like, picture you doing that and just like laughing to yourself because no one's watching. <laughs> right. But I just... So anyway, I'm always like, I'm not, I'm not really funny because no one else would know it. So, so my eight-year-old last night, he's got this... Uh, my brother bought him. It's like this stuffed uh, monkey, but it had a fishbowl in it. But we never did get the fish, and he uses it. He's been using it as a puppet. Okay. And he just starts making this noise behind the couch. And my wife's like, Cash, what the hell are you doing? And he goes, spanking my monkey. <laughs> and me, my wife, and my mother-in-law, we just bust up laughing. Of course, he doesn't hear us laughing. He has no idea what he just said. Right. And we're just like, oh, my freaking gosh. Yeah, yeah. see, I think that's a generational thing, too. Because, like, honestly, when you first say spanking my monkey, I don't even think of jacking off. Right. I don't know. That's just not something my my generation used, I guess. As well, much. just coming from an eight year old, you're just like, oh my gosh. You right. know, I hope you don't have questions right now. You know, I don't want to explain this to an eight year old quite yet. I hope this next week you walk in and him on the kitchen and he's punching bologna and you're like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm beating my meat. And then it just, he knows though, <laughs> like he's actually in on the joke and he just keeps doing it to you. Dude, I would lose it. I'm trying to think of other ones, you know, like choking a chicken. I don't know if you have a chicken anywhere, but. No, I'm not that country. I live in the city. <laughs> I hope hope Cash is just like somehow a comic genius hidden in there. He's I mean, pulling one over all in all. He's actually y'all. very witty. He just doesn't like stop talking. So when are you going to be able to start your gym stuff up again? Dude, uh, I have no idea. We could post a picture of my foot. It's just I was a little disappointed on how it turned out. Right. No fault of the doctors. The doctor, Dr. Green, he had this motherfucker straight as fuck. And then I bent the pin because I was went active on it before I was supposed to. So really, I fucked it up. It's got a little curve in it, and I can actually wiggle my toes. But it's not hurting. I mean, by, I actually got to stood up and take a shower yesterday. It was fucking wonderful. So I mean, there's a little pain in I it. I can't imagine not taking a shower for that. I one. mean, I had yeah. to. I had to sit down, and my wife had to lower me down in the bathtub. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was a real pain in the ass. I don't know. Like, I just showers the best. Dude, I, dude, I, dude, it was fucking glorious, but I couldn't stand in there long because it's going to take some time. My toes are really stiff, but I can wiggle them, and I see light at the end of the tunnel. I hope. Right. I think it's going to be a bit before I can be on the mat, actually. 
Gotcha. Well, you'll probably have to get like in cardio and shit and all that anyway. Oh man, it took I'm me, sure you're like. I started last November is when I started this journey. Right. And then I didn't do my first tournament until April. And that first tournament, I was still out of shape. So it's going to take a bit. Right. Yeah. I say just give up on it. Give up on the dreams. Not, not going to do it, man. I mean, it keeps me out of the house. Otherwise, I'm just going to sit there and fucking eat snacks and gain weight and be a lard. But you're off crutches. Your foot's doing better. Yeah. Soon enough, you think you'll be at least. Probably the first of the year, hopefully. At least I can start getting on there. I may not be able to do everything. Right. I don't know if I brought up music or not yet, but I've been making some, I think, dope-ass music this week. I watched this, hip. I mentioned it last week, the show Hip Hop Evolution on Netflix. There's only like six episodes. I was fucking pissed. I thought there was like, gonna be like 20. And I was like, what? That's it? And, but after doing it, I've been making lots of like old school sounding beats where it's just like a kick, snare, bass, and that's it. And I'm like, but the drum lines are so good, I think, in my opinion, that I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And then I done a song where I made a mouth guitar, which I showed you earlier. Cause I've been trying to get opinions. I've sent it to a few people of like, what's your opinion? And no one really is. You sent it to me and I was busy at the time and I never did listen to it until today. Right. And I ain't gonna lie. So I don't know. Part of me thinks like, oh, this could be a whole new thing. Cause I shared it on Reddit and people on Reddit were like, oh, I've never heard of anyone doing this. And to me, I just think of Jack Black. Cause like Jack Black would be like, like, he'll do that shit right all the time. And you're like, well, that's fun. Well, see, it's okay for him to be a dumbass. You know, he's I guess. famous, I guess. Right. And he, I mean, Tenacious D's awesome. And he came up doing that shit. But anyway, it has like a certain uh, feel to it. That's I kinda, laughed at it. I mean, like, it's kind of corny, but like my verse I've done on it is really cool. So I feel like it bounces. Yeah, when you know. actually put words to it, 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 it makes the beats better. When I was in art classes back in the day and drawing, my like final project I did was because we had to do the same image over and over again. And it was on this fucking hundred dollar goddamn French paper or some shit. Fucking so expensive. And I just drew flat bill hats with A's because I, I used to only wear hats that had A's on them, like Arizona Diamondbacks or Atlanta or whatever. And I drew all of them and try to make them look realistic and show them these different colors. And I think it's really cool. I want to say my parents still have it somewhere, but I told them they could throw it away. So they may. Hello, who? Huh. What up? And uh special treat. We're joined by Snappy. Run it back. Is that Snappy? What's up, man? Uh, cut that and put it on your album, Brad. Hell yeah. Uh, if it hasn't come out yet, but it should have, if I'm doing my math right, uh, y'all should go check out Snappy on Brad Sirex and Coop's The Last Ride. He's all over it. Man, it's some good shit. It's entertaining. Have have a good laugh with me. Yeah, it's a good time. So, um, Snappy's here. It's been, what, three weeks since we've ended the podcast. Yeah. And uh, we're trimming up some pot. It's a fucking chore and a half. It's way more of a chore than I ever realized because I've never grown plants this big. And once they get this size, you're like, holy shit. Um, but Skinny was here last night. You're here tonight. So I appreciate all the assistance. Um, and really, the one thing I was really want to run by you, and then we can get anything you want to say before we get out of here. Um, and this should be at the end of the episode, highlight four, something like that. So hopefully you are still listening to those. Uh, 
I have two. I have three plans on the podcast. So here's what I've been trying to decide. I've been arguing with myself, been telling Coopy. I'll let Brad and CJ know my thoughts as well. Um, and then I'm waiting for people to hear these episodes and then give me their feedback. We could just bring back the podcast as a podcast in episode 401. Change it a little bit, make it a little better in some ways. I don't really know how, but that would require us to. I feel like I'd have to keep up two episodes a week. These things we're doing, you know, everything we've been doing. I feel like I'd have to just keep doing all that. And there is a reason we kind of want to stop, right? So I see, I could see that. I could also have this idea of doing a different show called A to the Show, which would basically be the same. And then we could just have a segments. It would be very heavy segment. Like it'd be four segments basically an episode one episode a week still audio podcast and then maybe me actually try to like more focused as opposed to us just shooting the shit so much like a segment might be it's actually about this one topic let's really dive deep i just don't know if i can pull that off that'd be like a challenge right yeah but i've also talked to koopy and she's kind of excited there's certain things like the great gatsby are in like the public domain and i could literally have koopy read one chapter an episode Hell yeah. at the end and then so some of these us dumb fucks and you know I never read some of these old books you could literally listen to it and be like it's like a free audible book right Hell yeah. the podcast. so we have a little dumb Brad I gotta shout out Brad and Coop they have these great skits with you on their album and that I was really like man do y'all want to try to pull that off and do just comedy skits for the podcast they are definitely thinking about it I, I'm I would say they're said yes but I know it's gonna be hard I just know it will be so I'd be cool that that is segment. So I really would need internet friends to help me on the aid of the show idea where like, you know, maybe you come over every other week or whatever. And yeah. we would have like a, and me and you can still shoot the shit. Like I said, that's the snappy hour part. That's where you keep the old podcast alive with like a segment. But then if someone like Brad, uh, CJ, Soko, forgotten one, the homies, they could have segments, but I would need them to record their audio locally <clears throat> while they're talking on the phone with me. And then send me that file so it's like a good quality, right? Like I feel like we'd need to step it up if we're making a new show. Right. So it would require a lot more work, but I understand. I think that's like a cool idea. Um, and then also the third p- thing is just not ever do another podcast again. And just it is what it is because I understand that. But I already do kind of miss it. You know, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I do enjoy it. I think uh, I think every other week would probably suit me better at the moment. Right. It's just every other week was gonna kind of get monotonous for me, and I was just like, what, and looking up anything. And right. you said I used to look up a few things. I mean, at the beginning, I saw you know at the beginning of the podcast yeah. again to make these highlights, and you definitely brought a lot more stuff um, back there. Or like, honestly, politics were just such a big deal at the time, and uh, we talk way too much politics. I would try to do way less of that, you know, whatever we do next. Um, because when you go back and listen, you're like, it's so boring, you know, four years later to hear political takes. Um, but everything was so divisive at the time and you kind of had to bring it up. So, yeah. um, I don't know. So that's the idea. I, I was to, I'm kind of leaning towards the aid of the show thing, but I just know that's a lot of work and I could continue to do a podcast mo, and I could even do like a hybrid version and just call it a podcast mo. but it's like, no, it has segments, but I kind of feel like starting fresh would give like some sort of more momentum or motivation i don't know it's hard to say man get you one of them uh one things like one of them sound boards like that one guy that does the money thing and always, right. eh, 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 or, I, I mean would, that would be hilarious i would be curious how to do now i do have an idea on the a of the show thing for instance i would try to from now until we start that collect a bunch of audio tags that i could put and put you know like when i'm mixing it add and i've always had those ideas where like um there was just one I watched the other day. Oh, there's this old redneck dude. on. T- I watch a lot of TikTok videos and send them to Brad. And uh, there's like old redneck guy that looks honestly like he would be 
similar to like our uncle Donnie, but not exactly, right? But he has like a similar kind of look to that. Yeah. And uh, he's like, they took him to sushi for the first time, and he basically just gets a spoonful of wasabi. And he looks at the kid and goes, What the hell is that? <laughs> and I think of it every day, right? So I want to go and cut that audio so that whenever we, in whatever future thing, I could play that, What the hell is that guy, right? Hey, uh, Brad, I just want you to point that out. That was Mo, not <laughs> Snappy. All right. Well, Brad's seen the video. Like I said, I sent him, him all the good ones. Um, so anyway, I would, it'll just be a lot of work, right? And um, friends, like one thing I have on my list right now, if I've done 80 of the show someday, like deep dive in this Brett Favre shit. I think it's racist. The ESPN isn't covered. Like it's so deep, but like on this podcast, we wouldn't normally be able to really go deep because we would just start shooting the shit until we're like, oh, remember when Brett Favre threw all them fucking interceptions in a dick pic? You know, like we would just g- go off the rails. But if I could do some more focus, it seems like that could be cool. But I don't know if that's really me, you know? Yeah, I can't believe he hadn't got more coverage on, uh, what was it? Exactly? He's selling like millions of dollars from Mississippi off their welfare fund shit or some shit. <laughs> while people, they're the poorest state in the country, right? And the only reason this is a big deal is because compare that to Michael Vick fighting dogs. And it was on ESPN like every day for two years. Uh-huh. And it was like... All you could see is a famous black man be plastered all over there, but Brett Favre, the most beloved quarterback of my childhood. Everyone loved Brett Favre. And then it's just like letting it slide. Like, who cares? And it's like, it's pretty fucked. I don't know. I just think there's an argument to be made. I think there's some deeper shit there. Right? Like, uh, it's kind of like when Bill Cosby's thing went down versus Harvey Weinstein at the time. And people were like, why is Bill Cosby all over the news? Harvey Weinstein, they barely talk about. How like, the fuck do you hmm. get millions of dollars from welfare? I don't know. I think maybe it was one of those PPP loan things. I'm not sure exactly how he did it, but, uh, I haven't looked this again. I'm looking, I just wrote it down and was like, once I get back on podcast, but I'm gonna try to deep dive into this shit. Hell yeah. Um, but anyway, so anyone out there, let us know what we should do on the fucking podcast future. So, um, anything been going on in your life since uh, you were last on here? Fuck, just selling some weed. Hell yeah, that's the way to do it. Um, and like I said, we were trimming today. I don't know how much we're gonna have because it's hard to tell in the drying process, but it seems like a great deal. Seems yeah. like I'll still have some whenever we start the new podcast if we do. Hell yeah. I would assume. I and mean, of course, I'll have to give you and Skinny some for. I think that's like what payment is for help, people helping you trim. You have to. Yeah, like, most of them. Uh, hook them up there. Oh, you know, at least want to try that shit. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the next. I think we'll have. You'll hear us on another one of these highlight episodes at the end, maybe. Um, or maybe I'll do a whole special of us just trying the three types of weed and we just all record while we're doing it. I don't really care. Um, also, in this future podcast, something we did on the end uh, on episode 400 I really enjoyed was the songs breaks. Yeah. I think it re-energized us a lot. It was like mixing abroad to some of the music pods. So whatever. So in, in this future eight of the show pod, if we do it and say there's four or five segments, then that means it'll be like four or five songs Hell yeah. from, from homies. So homies send us songs still. And then we could just play them every week, yeah. you know, like, hey, here's so-and-so's new song. And I think that would be a lot cooler. Yeah, it would. Than uh, trying to get 18 of them. Did music break, someone get around and get them a burger, re-roll a joint. Exactly. Dab, I meant. Yeah. exactly. I think it'll be good. So that's the plan. But again, I don't want to rush into it because I don't. A podcast of Mo, and we might keep this going. We, we might do both. <laughs> Maybe one some fucking month. We're like, fuck it. We're doing the old school time. I don't know. But this is like a very thrown together bullshit scenario and i just have a vision of something that's more prepared than that but i just know it's too much work what i'm prepared but then you get a lazy fuck over here like man we just get to smoking and having a good time and you know right. well dude even me like there's most knots i don't want to fucking be that productive i mean i want to make beats or something also that's another idea i think i could do a segment making a beat 
not like actually making it, but like explaining it. Like first I started with this and then like play an audio clip. I'm just going to have to experiment and see if it would make sense audio wise, yeah. you know, but we got some ideas. So if anyone's listening to this and you want to be a part of this future fucking project, we are taking applications. You could always go that Twitch route you was thinking about. Well, I've really thought about it. I just don't like the video stuff. Um, I don't have a camera at the moment at all, if you've noticed. And so like, I would have to buy one. I'm mean, not saying someday I won't. If, say, eight of the show's good, maybe those seg- maybe some segments and, do get recorded. And then not every state's cool with what we do. Right. And Twitch, apparently, they can kick you off for smoking weed. A lot of people I know do it. They yeah. just haven't been caught or whatever. Um, but YouTube's cool, too. But I could see a day where we get a camera maybe some of the segments make YouTube. You know, if we're doing five segments, it'd be a lot easier for me to cut, you know, a fifth of an episode and throwing it up there if something's good or something. Um, anyway, lots of ideas. Uh, this probably went too long, but uh, y'all y'all smoke some weed for us. And um, until next time, peace. Peace.
Momo makes beats. 